0: Assalamualaikum, listeners. Welcome back after that commercial break. You're tuned into Parenting Hour on Unity FM ninety three point five. My, your host. My name is Kathleen Rochniak. I'm here with you for the next half an hour. Time is going very quickly today, subhanallah, with our lovely guest speaker that we have in the studio, Rebecca Williams. As you're hearing, Rebecca, you know how expertise she has in education. All that experience is coming out in every single word that she's saying to us. If you have a question either for Rebecca or for myself, please do ring in 0121 772 or email studio at unityfm.net. They do pass on all the messages and emails to us. So the manager here in the studio is very good at passing on that information to us. If you have something specifically for Rebecca, uh, you can please mention to have the email or the message passed on to her. Or if it's about one of our courses and our pregnancy three course we're just talking about, ask him to pass it on to Kathleen or to Approachable Parenting and we will deal with it, inshallah. So, Rebecca, before the break, and I can't believe the time is going so quickly on us. we were talking a lot about the early years, reception, getting your child in school, getting the right school. Let us move on a little bit because uh, we do want to kind of progress up to secondary school. So, say your child is now in primary school. They are um, in year four, year five. They're coming up year five looking at what kind of secondary schools will I go to, or my child go to? What, what what are the different ones out there? There's a lot of talk about academy schools at the moment. There's this new big word, academy. Maybe parents yes. don't know what it is. Just moved to.
1: The so, can you give us a little bit of an overview of okay. a, of everything? So you've been fortunate enough to get a place for your child in a primary school. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, hopefully and after this, they, yes. they have moved to primary. Hopefully they've school been
1: very happy there. The vast majority happy. of schools in Birmingham are happy places where children are happy. So, hopefully. (laughs)
0: And if your child is not happy actually or if you have problems with your child's behaviour we've got another course for that but this is only for London people so if anybody is listening in from London or you know people living in London who have children between the ages of 4 and 11 we have a new course starting soon on Saturdays which again is free thanks to some funding from Islamic Relief so mashallah we've been very fortunate to have some funding from them do give us a ring and we'll get you onto that course indeed, because as mentioned earlier on the relationships are so important with your children to help them to learn academically wise and we want
1: to help you with that Mm -hmm. if your child is unhappy at school if they're crying going in regularly if they are complaining of bullying if things uh, are not being done that meet their needs then please don't ignore it Mm -hmm. we owe it to our children to Mm -hmm. trust them believe them Mm -hmm. and do everything we can to try to solve that and the vast majority of teachers and leaders will work with you to resolve that and mm-hmm. if they don't want to work with you there's there's a problem mm-hmm. yes so so please don't allow children to suffer and feel unhappy and mm-hmm. scared and afraid at school it's our duty as parents to provide that care and support for them so yes um has with all stages of our child's educational process, we have to be super organised, we have to be organised years in advance, Mm -hmm. so if your child is two or three, you're really doing your research now about primary schools Um, and if your child is again coming up to seven or eight, you'd be really doing your research now about secondary schools. In fact, the vast majority of schools in big cities such as Birmingham are now academies that means that they're no longer so-called under local authority control but they receive their budgets Um, directly from the government and they are accountable directly to the government rather than the local authority. Um, We think of academies as more like businesses. That's right. Uh, You might have heard of the possible privatisation of Mm. (laughs) RNHS. That's been going on with education for the Mm -hmm. last few years, essentially, yes. Mm. Um, Education is big business and schools are increasingly being run as businesses Mm. and that makes admissions more difficult particularly if you are your child is disadvantaged and um, particularly if perhaps they have special needs or mm. additional needs negotiating that admission system can be more difficult mm-hmm. and it tends to favor the more educated the more wealthy and um, those who can move to particular catchment areas those who can use their educational clout and communication abilities to wheedle their way into a place at schools mm. so it's not easy um, and that's why if you really want to make sure that you get a good school for your child for secondary you need to get organized early on Um, in Birmingham we've got quite a busy system Um, we'll start at the top so to speak with the grammar schools Mm -hmm. um, which are highly selective schools the grammar schools in Birmingham are amongst the most selective in the country in terms of the number of children applying and the very small number of places available Mm -hmm. in terms of the actual difficulty of the exam. These are what we call super selectives. They also draw children from a huge geographical area. Children attending Birmingham grammar schools from not just Birmingham, but many other local authorities in not just Solihull or Worcestershire, Warwickshire, yes, but also Leicestershire, Derbyshire.
0: Coming to Birmingham to grammar school? That is
1: absolutely correct. So they're what you call super selective. None Mm -hmm. of them have a catchment area. You simply have to pass their test. Mm -hmm. Um, If your child is academically able Mm -hmm. and you feel that they would benefit from the highly competitive and Mm -hmm. academic atmosphere of a grammar school, Mm -hmm. um, it's worthwhile thinking early. Mm-hmm. No, I don't mean at the age of four sitting them down with 11 plus books and drilling them <laughs> in times tables. I, I don't mean that. I don't believe any child should be in formal tuition before the age of seven. But I mean, getting a and child on... That's your on, personal opinion, of that's course. That's my personal is, opinion. Yeah. But it's based on experience of yes. working with children. Yes,
0: and a lot of other countries abroad uh, <laughs> yes. have similar opinions. And having five opinions, of my own. Yes. Yeah, five yes. Much, <laughs> <lot
1: of time. laughs> um, I just don't think it's fair on children to mm-hmm. be in formal tuition. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean formal after-school tuition. I don't mean at mm-hmm. school. But yeah, of course, they're mm-hmm. at school. I mean formal after-school tuition. it's yeah, so yeah. such a young age, after school, yeah. they need time to play. Yeah. They need time to play and to make social f- relationships and mm-hmm. so on. But anyway, once they're seven... <laughs> It's, mm. it's all open. Mm. And um, you need to consider making sure that your child is on waiting lists. I, I, I'm getting emails now from parents in year five who are just realizing that no good tutors have any spaces available and they wouldn't at this point because mm-hmm. children tend to join waiting lists. John joined join my waiting lists in reception in year one mm-hmm. in order to start in year four. So I would say, you know, think ahead. Think mm-hmm. about what you're doing. Do your research and um, make sure that you've got a plan for future years ahead mm-hmm. of you. Please don't underestimate the level required to mm-hmm. get into a grammar school. As I mentioned before, there's something like maybe 380 primary schools in the city. If the top child from every primary school was taken. There aren't enough grammar school places really. Mm. <laughs> so if your child's top of the school that doesn't tell me anything, I'm afraid mm. they, they really need to be working at, at quite a high level. And then we have independent schools, fee paying independent mm. preparatory schools who send significant numbers of children to the grammar schools, mm-hmm. um, and who provide the, you know, small class sizes mm-hmm. and so on. And those are out of the reach of the vast majority. Uh, of Birmingham's families um, mm-hmm. due to the fees um, so yes um, what would I say in order to get your child prepared for the 11 plus please make sure they're reading that they're reading fluently that they're enjoying literature that they enjoy language that they read a wide variety of books and there's no workbook and no test paper that will improve their literacy as rapidly or um, as strongly as reading mm-hmm. read to them It's Mm. a wonderful um, opportunity for parent-child time. Mm -hmm. Even when your child's 10, and of course they should be able to read by themselves, um, sit and read to them. I still read my nine-year-old Winnie the Pooh, and he enjoys the stories and he laughs at them. And there's a lot of good stories in Winnie the Pooh, actually. Mm. Um, It's quite good language as well. It's Mm -hmm. good to read a loud book. So read to your child when you're on car journeys. Yep. Uh, we often on car journeys aren't we I listen mm. to audio books yes. sell some audio books yeah. um, get good quality ones so be careful yeah. of those free downloads that are read by a computer <laughs> they don't sound very good Yeah, mm-hmm. the BBC classics are really good audio books mm. um And And that will improve
0: vocabulary
1: and things Because they're still getting the story, they're getting the plot, they're getting the characters, the imagination Mm. um, the lilt and flow of the English language, the way Mm -hmm, that the grammar mm -hmm. works, as well as obviously the vocabulary. You remind
0: me actually of a time I I went home to Ireland with my children when they were young and my eldest started reading Harry Potter when we got onto the boat leaving UK and we finished it, getting on the boat, coming back from Ireland and she read the whole in the car the whole time to us and we all enjoyed it as yes. a, a reading book, and she enjoyed it mm. as well. Reading it out loud to us all, so yes. it,
1: it, it can be one an older t- yes. child oh, reading to such a vital part of childhood mm. stories. Mm. They've been part of human culture forever, mm-hmm. and of course, being able to read it is a blessing. Mm-hmm. It's the first word in the Quran. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Read. Is,
0: yes, and we forget <laughs> and, about that actually. Sometimes I say this to parents: it, it isn't pray, it isn't fast, it is read, Stressing the importance of education. Yes. So yes. really, we we need to be able to nurtured that the whole way along as age-appropriate books, so lots of pictures in the beginning These books
1: can develop children's um, moral compass as well These books Mm -hmm. are highly Islamic Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever come across an Islamic book as Islamic as Black Beauty Mm -hmm. as a classic book Mm -hmm. Um, a wonderful book and it talks there about how we should be kind to animals, about how we should be kind to humans, about how we should be charitable how we should be honest and upright and true, Mm -hmm. it's all in there it's Mm -hmm. in books such as Anne of Green Gables and yes. Little Women, the juxtaposition between good and evil. You're going to find that in The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I really um, focus on these classic stories with my children because it builds character mm-hmm. um, in an Islamic way. Mm-hmm. Yes. And of course we have the stories in the Quran as well. Of course. And we have so many books available from bookstores yeah. on Coventry Road. Children yeah. can read those yeah. as well. But um, I read something recently. It was just a little quote and it said... Um, you don't read fairy tales to children to tell them that dragons um, exist. Mm. Um, they already know that dragons exist. Children know Children know that dragons mm-hmm. exist. You read them the stories so that they know that dragons can be defeated. And mm. actually, that's very deep. Um, these are stories of courage. Mm. And they're stories about the reality of life, uh, facing difficulties, facing courage, having resilience, mm. having patience. Read Lord of the Rings to find out what it means to be a good friend. Yes, lots and of wonderful Stan. qualities yes. there you're yes. talking about if that. we're not filling our um, homes with books and they do, don't have to buy them you can get them from the library mm-hmm. um, and giving our children the opportunities they're missing out on a part of the richness of childhood um, but these things also as a byproduct, will ensure that your child is highly literate and that will help them in the 11 plus a lot mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um, so moving on Yes, because I know they've
0: changed the exam with the 11 plus, so I think parents need to hear about that. It changed some time
1: ago, so uh, just over half of the marks in the 11 plus exam are now for what we might call English or literacy, or what we might call verbal reasoning. But please don't go and buy those um, old-fashioned Bond verbal reasoning books, because um, it doesn't include any of those old... Um, verbal reasoning questions. The kind of verbal reasoning a child needs to be able to do is comprehension, it's vocabulary, it's a fine being able to identify words in a passage and put words into a passage, mm-hmm. perhaps identify the odd word out in a line. Um, mm-hmm. It's about core literacy, mm-hmm. core understanding of English, about mm-hmm. being able to understand and communicate clearly in English. So it's, it's much deeper and wider than those old... Um, books. Um, there are certainly websites that you can go on and, and look at. Um, yeah, mine's there in terms of um, general information. And I,
0: Can you just mention your website? If <laughs> I you have
1: no places available. Have no place, okay, I have sorry. no places available. I'm happy to mention the website because I have put information up there. It's, it's literacyclub.co.uk and if you click on links, if you click on 11 plus information, if you click on the Birmingham 11 plus exam, it will give you further information to help you um, ensure that you understand what you're going into so mm. you make the right choices in mm-hmm. terms of resources and mm-hmm. work and so on um, but I, I haven't booked up for for the next three years <laughs> okay. mashaallah so, Masha but i hope Allah. that the information helps mm-hmm. um, parents who are reading well, this i i'm amazed that
0: you're you're actually saying that by the, t- by the time your child is in reception year one you need to start thinking of it then you need to just, yes. Just yes. like thinking of that process. Yes. I, and talking I to them
1: about ducks in ponds or something. Yes, <laughs> yes,
0: as well as doing that, yes. but uh, thinking of, of their future and, and right. looking and see yes. a, a good tutor is. Yes. Uh, how would uh, somebody find out a good tutor? Is there a website for good tutors or how do they usually
1: find? I think a tutor? it's often through word of mouth. Word of mouth. Um, mm. You know, is a tutor recommended? Mm. Um, talking to tutors. Um, finding out about you know please please be careful with tutors who want huge um, deposits and outlays of mm. money um, there are companies like that mm-hmm. um, and I know parents who've really suffered because of that they've been asked to part with thousands and thousands of pounds up front really? which they can never get back and the provision's been poor um, a good tutor won't ask you for mm-hmm. that um, they will have an instalment plan they will have a reasonable um, clause where you can cancel your Mm -hmm. tuition. Um, Mine's 10 days, Mm -hmm. (laughs) 10 days notice, that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, others might be longer, which is fair enough. Mm -hmm. Um, But you do need to please make sure you don't get into any big financial deals Mm -hmm. that might not work out right for your child. That's really good Um, advice. um, Of course, there's the grammar schools and that is for for more able children Mm -hmm. who have the support to get through the exam. For the rest of the schools in Birmingham, um, it's often about where you live. Mm. and so if anybody has young children and they're thinking of moving house and they're thinking about buying a house Mm. please you know as well as looking at all the dream houses and wonderful kitchens and bathrooms and your dream garden please check where it is (laughs) check the catchment areas check Mm -hmm. whether from there your child could go to school that you're happy with Mm -hmm. um not all of us have a choice about where we live Mm -hmm. many of us don't have that choice you know and that's that's the case for a great many families so for you it's about researching what's available um, some schools have slightly unusual um, admissions criteria for example the Birmingham University the Birmingham University School it's a oh, relatively yes. new the academy new one, new yes, yes. Um, the Birmingham University School as well as admitting local children, it also has certain nodes. One is the jewellery quarter station, one Small Heath station, one is Hall Green Station. There may be others. Um it's all on the Birmingham Secondary Education booklet which you uh-huh. can download. So you can you
0: can get the train. Is yes, that the that's idea? Right. So okay. they, you
1: know, and so you might be able to go that's an excellent school. Mm-hmm. It is a school that I have a a high opinion of. Mm. Um and you may be able to apply from that even though you're not right next to Birmingham University Mm. so again there are so many schools and so many new free schools Mm -hmm. and so many academies with slightly different criteria such as nine styles which require it's not selective Mm -hmm. but it requires your child to take an exam as part of the admissions process and a small percentage of children will be taken from that exam, but the majority of children admitted to nine stars are by distance criteria. But you could be caught out if you lived right next to Nine Stars but your child didn't take the exam. Mm-hmm. Your child doesn't have to do well in the exam. But where is that school based It's uh, based in it's in Acoks Green, Green. Okay, Green area. Right. Yes. Mm. And a lot of children from Spark Hill, Hall Green may be in the catchment mm-hmm. for that school. Mm. But again, it's about going to Google, typing in Birmingham Secondary Education Booklet. It's quite well set out, it's quite clear, it's mm-hmm. well laid out, I have to say. It's huge because Birmingham's huge. Mm-hmm. And you can go through every school. You can look at the admissions criteria. Mm-hmm. You can look at whether fa- faith schools, for example, might require evidence of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, most faith schools in Britain are Christian faith schools, so they might require evidence of baptism, communion, and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't mean that you cannot get into one of those schools as mm-hmm. a Muslim. It just means they'll give priority mm-hmm. to children with that evidence. Um, so it's about going through every school and fully understanding what you need to do. It's, you'd probably have to make yourself a spreadsheet It's become that complicated Mm -hmm. to make sure your child sits exams where needed, provides evidence where needed, gets in additional forms when needed. For secondary applications, the deadline for the forms is the 31st of October in year six. Mm. Halloween, yes? yes, yes It's, yes, it. yes, <laughs> it's yes. the deadline. Okay. Um, obviously, we don't recommend you wait until the 31st. Yeah, the website yeah. could crash mm. or anything. Try to get it in earlier. Yeah. Um, try to get it in by the 1st of October, ideally, mm. um, unless you're waiting for 11-plus results, which you mm. should get by the 14th of October. Mm. And some people need to wait for those to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to apply by that time, but sometimes schools have other deadlines. So, for example, the deadline for 11-plus registration is likely to be July. It hasn't been published, but it's likely to be the beginning of July. If your child has additional needs, so, for example, they're hearing impaired and need to be at the front of the room or Mm -hmm. they're sight impaired and need a large print test, for example, then you often have to get in your form by some date in April to make mm-hmm. sure they can make provision for your child. So you need to stay up to date mm-hmm. on um, making sure that you understand the dates and the deadlines. I know how it is to be busy working parent of five. It's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. easy to, to keep up with it. And I have come across so many cases of families who have forgotten to hand in their form or didn't get around to the form or didn't mm. know the date for the form mm-hmm. it is so common if you have relatives friends neighbors with children of this age you know give them a friendly reminder mm-hmm. um because it's so much so let's just get it clear again right. so in year
0: five yes what day and what time in year five should we be putting in the application form for secondary school or for, for the grammar s- school exam
1: for the grammar school exam those dates are not yet published mm-hmm. um you can Google schools of King Edward Sixth or Birmingham Grammar School Consortium mm. and hopefully see those dates. The grammar schools do their best and they're trying very, very hard to reach out to all sections of the community. Mm. Um, for the schools in the Grammar School Consortium at Birmingham, they've now allocated 20% of their places where possible to children who are in receipt of free school meals and they can attain a grammar school place with a lower score. -hmm. Than other children, so -hmm. they're trying to widen access, Mm -hmm. and so you'll tend to find big adverts going up outside the schools on banners. They might put up adverts on buses. Mm -hmm. Um, They might they will often send leaflets to um, or posters to put up in to primary schools, to local primary schools. To make not all primary schools might put that poster up though. Mm -hmm. Um, So again, I'm afraid. Google is your friend. Yeah. Keep Googling. Um, I, I also. But it's definitely
0: in yes. year five, there will be need to send, fill out that application form. Oh, yes. Form the deadline, oh, we
1: don't know, it hasn't been published yet. yet. Um, uh, we know that the examination will be on the 9th of September. 9th September in that's the beginning right. of year 6 at the beginning of year so 6 and that is for all of the Birmingham Consortium Grammar Schools that's the schools of King Edward VI the Sutton Coldfield Grammar Schools um, it includes the Warwickshire Grammar Schools mm-hmm. and it includes Handsworth Grammar School which is looking to join the King Edward's Consortium mm-hmm. um, that's Handsworth Grammar School for boys King Edward's Handsworth for girls is already in the Consortium mm-hmm. um, so yes you just take one test for all of those schools and you get your score by the 14th of October and um, and you, you need to apply by the deadline. I have heard of parents applying um, an hour or two late and not mm-hmm. being able to register their child. Yeah. So please, the earlier the better. Mm. We don't know if something could happen in June, could get mm-hmm. ill, could mm-hmm. get busy, you might have to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. The earlier the better. <laughs> I think that's my motto mm. with most things in life. Get it done, get in the form. Yeah. It can be done online, yeah. as can you know, the Birmingham admissions form. So to get things straight, there's a separate form to enter your child for the 11 plus exam. Mm -hmm. Um, which would be published by the Consortium of Grammar Schools in Birmingham. And then in October there's a separate form for your local council. That could be Birmingham Council, could be Solihull Council, could be Worcestershire Council. That form will list your school preference. You need to fill in both of them. And for other schools, such as various academies around the city or free schools, there may Mm. be other forms to fill in as well. It's Mm. a lot of form filling. I was just thinking, Mm. (laughs) we need to have some kind of charity or drop-in session to help parents. We do. You know, I come across parents mm. whose English uh, is not that fluent, it's not their first language. Mm. But um, I have a lot of respect for them. These are parents who may speak three or four languages, yep. you know. And, then, um, you and it's know very th- difficult. Th- if it's very difficult.
0: difficult for me to comprehend that and understand that. How is it if you do not speak English and you're just moved to the country maybe, just yes. looking for a house, thinking of other things, mm-hmm. and don't even know the system to it's have really this? We d- we don't have something, do we kind of pre recorded in in a way for for parents like that in different languages actually
1: i'm pretty sure the application forms would be available in different languages that's a good point um on the birmingham admissions uh, see um on the secondary education booklet and Mm. on the primary education booklet both you can find them online um You will find a page at the end where it says, if you need this in your own language or if you need help in your own language, possibly contact us. Mm -hmm, And I can mm -hmm. see a page on the end um, in different languages. Um, Still... So it's important for parents
0: to find out that. And I remember when we lived up north and it was a good few years ago when my children were young, we had people moving in from abroad. And actually, I thought at one time and I said to my husband, I'm going to record this. It was a CD in those days on a CD to hand out this to people because I was just kept being asked the same questions over and over again, Mm. which would take. Probably the length of this program—a whole hour—just to explain the whole system yes. so that they could understand it. But more on a local basis because they were moving into our area, so I knew the names of the schools, etc. Right. It was much smaller, but here in Birmingham, it's much bigger, or in other cities. of people listening in to us in the UK,
1: it's much bigger cities, much similar process, but yes. more schools to I would talk about. That there are people, I'm pretty certain there mm-hmm. would be people in Birmingham admissions who speak various languages mm-hmm. and can help people who mm-hmm. call. I was just—I know of that a bit, uh, Probably short staffed. Yeah, most thinking, of Birmingham Council probably. is short staffed due to, to lack of funding. It cannot be helped. Um,
0: I was just thinking of a CD or um, uh, some sort of online message that we yes. could have somewhere I that people could click online. on that box yes. and then listen to this information. But yeah. I suppose if you if you want to listen, you can always download this show. We will be putting it up on our website, inshallah, in a few weeks' time on Approachable Parenting Cloud. On the website, so you can actually download this and listen to it again and pass it on to other people who may have not had a ch- an opportunity to listen. So yes. that's the best we can do today. Inshallah. I think
1: primary schools often want to help as well, mm-hmm. and you might be able to access support and help through the primary school in applying for secondary school. Inshallah. But obviously, you've where do you get help to apply to primary school? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's uh, another thing. It's and even difficult. nursery, you have to apply to nursery mm-hmm. as well.
0: So listeners, we are coming to the end of the show, subhanAllah, this hour has really passed so quickly today, subhanAllah. We've had given you a lot of information about applying for nurseries, applying for primary schools, applying for secondary schools, the variety of schools out there. We've also told you about the Pregnancy to Tree programme, that if you're pregnant, around about 28 weeks or over, or you've had a child up to the age of three, we have a free course starting next week. And if you want to know more information about that, or our 4 to 11 course, that's for parents of children between the ages of 4 to 11 in London, that's also free starting on Saturdays. We have a few different courses running down there at the moment, um, but this one is just starting up very soon on Saturdays please uh, contact us in Approachable Parenting or ring the studio at 0121 772 I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there for today. Rebecca, I'm sorry. Time has run out on us again. But, you know, if listeners want to know more information, they can ring the studio on that number or email studio at unityfm.net and we will definitely pass on the messages to, to you, inshallah. Jazakallah Khairn for coming in. Inshallah, I hope to see you soon again. And we'll have Inshallah. bring you in soon again, Inshallah, for another show. Listeners, have a lovely week, Inshallah. Do look after yourself. Have a lovely week with your children. Build up that relationship to them. Talk to them. Read to them. And have fun with them, Inshallah. And Inshallah, you'll all be safe. Until next time we have Parenting Hour. as Alaikum.